My name is Clips Parker. My co-host is Andrew Miller. We are survivors living in San Clemente, California. We are broadcasting on all podcast frequencies. We will be at the San Clemente Pier every day at midday when the sun is the highest in the sky. If you are out there, if anyone is out there, we can provide podcasts, we can provide entertainment, and we can provide NBA content like no other. If anybody is out there, anybody, Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like us. I do have something to say So you got to give it up Give it up Alright, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, Broadcast World? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow-through with quarantine clips and no flu Drew. No flu Drew. It's our, it's our new slogan right now. If that didn't make you laugh, you have no sense of humor. <laughs> Zero. Episode 119. It's been a minute. Drew and myself uh, tried to do a remote pod on shit when when was this saturday saturday friday friday night and then saturday we tried three different times to bring you guys something regarding what's going on in the world uh, but it just didn't work the audio wasn't great yeah. we kind of figured it out though i have the kinks worked out now so <clears throat> you, you do we, we we might be able to do that later I, but i'm here in person yeah we, we i haven't here. had human contact yeah and i was so excited to see drew i was like a golden <laughs> retriever like when his <laughs> owner comes home well yeah except for you made me wash my whole body i did when i, I came did in. sanitize yeah T- sanitize it's important it's important i, 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 had to, I, had, I stopped the gas station so who knows what was there you know how most people have like misters in their crib I got the Lysol spray, the Lysol and Drew spray. Drew is definitely disinfected. Yeah, um, I'm happy to see you, bro. I'm happy that yeah, we're likewise, back. Likewise, but we need to address the elephant in the room, <laughs> and okay. I'm not talking about the big black elephant schlong that most people got to see via text message. I know you got that text message. I did not get this. You message. didn't get Mudbone's text message. Click this link, and it's the big black guy. No, nope. with this. Sh- Are you serious? Do you I, not have any friends? I don't. I didn't see it. You didn't see Mudbone. I did not see. Oh, Mudbone. dude, you've seen his face. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm so upset that you don't know Mudbone. I'm, I don't know this. There was a viral text that went around oh, talking no about the virus and whatnot. Click this link to see who's. 
who who's infected in your in your area, and it's just a picture of this dude named Mudbo- Mudbone oh, with no. an elephant. And it got me like four or five times. Every <laughs> so that's the elephant in the room. Okay. Wow. Well, I, I had was, no idea. Well, now you know. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send I'm gonna you the text. I'm gonna stay away. I'm gonna stay away from those links. Yeah, well, you're gonna get it. I don't want to see it. Uh, all right, guys. Like every like what what is going on, Drew? Yeah. What is going on in the world right now? As of the our last broadcast, our last pod, we did this awesome show about Charles Barkley and 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 Draymond Green. Uh, Clippers and the Lakers. Clippers and the Lakers. That Sunday game, right? Great game. Great game. And now all of a sudden we have no NBA season. I we are all just in shock. Everybody is in this globally. We're all staying inside. Yeah. There's hopefully. no basketball. No football. There's no sports. No sports. There's very little sports. Period. At this point, I mean, there's some uh, soccer leagues that are that are still playing. Like the Turkish league is actually still playing. I believe they have. Relatively no, low numbers so far over there for this coronavirus. Um, and I know that the Mexican League was finishing up before their season was over. But outside of those two things, as far as like team sports go, there's nothing. The baseball is pushed back. Golf is, you know, at this point, golf is closed down. I'm pretty sure it's like UFC. That might, was weird watching that with UFC nobody UFC might be the last, the last actual sport that's going on other than you know, like chess or some shit like that. That isn't really, you don't need chess. To, yeah. is not a sport. Well, people, you know, it's on ESPN's grabbing, grabbing at straws here. They're, <laughs> I, 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 they're just reaching for content right now. <laughs> they like don't reaching. have anything. Hey, so let's give some background though, really fast. So the, the mm-hmm. Clipper Laker game was Sunday. Well, two Sundays ago, two now. Sundays ago. Right. And then if you, unless you live in a cave, this is what happened Tuesday night. I went to the bar like I normally do to pick up my, my tacos and some food to go. OKC's playing the Jazz. We had posted that day um, on our page talking about how Rudy Gobert was being really weird at the post-game conference, touching all the microphones. And then right before tip-off, the doctor runs on the court and cancels the game. After he cancels the game, you know, everybody's wondering what's going on. Next day, the NBA's over. Right. Rudy Gobert's infected. Donovan's infected. And Donovan was extremely upset. With the negligence of Rudy Gobert, he was, and you could tell in his, in his, he hasn't like outright said that, mm-hmm. but you could tell. And people within the locker room were saying like Rudy was really negligent the whole time. They knew about this virus for a minute, like we all did. Yeah, we were hearing about it. We we made a since joke. November, we made a joke about it. I think two podcasts ago. What was the joke? Was it a bad joke? No, it was like allergy seasons. Oh yeah, that's we was true. like it's allergy season, it's Corona season. Like that's it was, true. it was that how was how light everyone was taking mm-hmm. it at that time. And then it's like, oh shit! Strap up. This is not. This is no longer a joke. This is like shutting down the whole country for a couple weeks before we can actually move forward with this. Let alone sports. Like everything is coming to a halt right now. I'm working from home. Luckily, I have the the job that allows me to do that and still get paid. But this is fucking crazy, man. It's. I think it's crazy for everybody involved. I think we, you are all. Looking, you guys are all on your phone. You're all on Netflix. You're all, you you know, we're all part of this whole grand scheme of things. And it kind of the catalyst was, you had said it a few pods ago, was the soccer, right? Yep. And then once the NBA, once you have a player that's infected with Rudy, and I, you know, I apologize a little bit because I went hard at Rudy that night because of just how dumb he was with that whole situation. It was a stupid move. He's apologized for it. He has, and he's he's. But that's it's too little, too late. I agree. I don't think he was 
the uh, uh, what's it? Patient one. Patient zero. Patient zero. No, clearly not. He was not. And Donovan he wasn't aware have, that he had it. Right. But it's still those. Those are the kind of careless actions that leads to this virus becoming more and more prevalent. Right. Not just with that individual. It's just more of a case in point to be made to those people that were taking it lightly. You know, at, at one stage, I think you and I took it lightly too. But that was before there was any like cases in the United States. And then I know you and I both since since like this release. I mean, it really happened, like you said, it was like Tuesday, and then all of a sudden Wednesday, Thursday, Friday happens, and it's like, yo, we need everyone needs to lock this shit down, and we've done that. Like, I we didn't record on Saturday because I I just wanted to stay at home. You wanted to you know quarantine both of us and try and you know at least minimize the contact that we're having with any we have to do our part right it's like leaving your carbon footprint you know how you recycle right you have to do your due diligence as an American. it's like going to jury duty you have to do it people are not abiding by that now people also got really upset that we didn't there wasn't this plan in order by the nba or mlb or nfl or all these people like right away on what they should do and you know what before we even keep going on this let's give a shout out to adam silver once again who has just had had to deal with more shit in his in his short career well yeah even in his last six months three months three months yeah since january everything's been fucked up since kobe we can all just say that right david stern was really kind of the when he passed from that you know that brain aneurysm that we were not expecting that was so sudden and then literally it's been like kind of a slippery slope into like this weird place that we are now Kobe dying. And then now the league literally being shut down and we don't know when it's going to resume. We don't. And I, I, you know, I, I am a true believer in, we are at the beginning of this and my mom who's in the medical field who I took it lightly to. And I, I think I said it on a show or I told you, she said a month ago to me, she said, it'll be here in two weeks. Two weeks right. Yeah. It will be here in two weeks. And, uh, we didn't know what exactly we were getting. Um, but now we're in this place where literally like we're we have to be in our homes. Uh, people are losing their jobs. Businesses are closing. Yeah. Uh, my job is over. My day job is over as of right now, right. which I'm perfectly fine with. And I've been telling people if you look, if you work in the service industry, I've been saying this since I was a bartender is 70, 30 stack your chips, not necessarily for a virus, but for a rainy day. Right. Have enough for a month two if you can. And this is this is what you know. This, this is what I'm what prepared for. for. Yeah, that's what it's for. Right. I don't understand where all the toilet paper came into play. Yeah. You know, I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. You know the quote that's the best that I heard on the internet or that I watched on saw on the internet. We're all seeing the same shit. First thing first, memes have never been better, ever. <laughs> Everyone's is at home creating. They so. are. They're creating. But the, but the the quote that sticks out to me is: rich people are buying stocks, poor people are buying toilet paper. Yep. And if they that ain't the realest shit, I don't know what is. But now. You know, considering that we talk basketball, this is what we do. It's our job to bring entertainment to you guys. And so what are we going to talk about? You know? <laughs> yeah. We're, and and I, I hit Drew up once this hit and the NBA season was over. I said, we got to start bringing our talent and creative content, uh, creative content for everybody. But I want to focus more on the future of basketball right now. Okay? This could not be a more Clipper situation <laughs> Than ever, okay? <laughs> than ever. Sure. Uh, it's sad on a whole bunch of different levels. Where It's sad that we're not going to see what the Lakers are going to be able to do. We're not going to see if the Clippers can pull it off. We're not going to see if Milwaukee can get 70. We're not going to see if Ja or, or if Zion can finish the season and win Rookie of the Year. What does this mean, Drew? So this is my, this is my question. A, do we try to salvage the season? 
I'm going to let you answer that first. Do you th- think that there should be an NBA season? Say, say this is, say we can have games with no fans in a month. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Well, from everything that I've heard at this point is the idea is that the season is postponed, that the season that we are going to revisit the playoffs when this is all over. So from that standpoint, I think the best way for us to move forward is to not try to salvage the remaining 17 regular season games. And, you know, it's in these, it's in these circumstances where drastic measures have to be, have to be taken and I think it's unfortunate for some teams that are close to making the playoffs, but I think we just cut it right to the playoffs, and that's when we come back. We we let the players practice for a while because the last thing you want is for these guys to come back without having Cold. to practice with each other, and then you get injury after injury uh, in the first couple games that that are played. So you need you need a warm up time, which is why you know that the idea of if we can start this shit back up in a month, I still would want it to start by resuming normal team activity for a week or two, letting these guys get some scrimmages and some actual like minutes <laughs> like in practice against each other. Maybe actually even have some team scrimmages from the local teams like the Clippers and Lakers can scrimmage or you know whatever version of that that we can do. Phoenix, Golden State, you get these guys involved and you just have like a little round robin scrimmage and then let these players once they're back into a little bit more into the rhythm of being a, bas- a full-time basketball player going into the playoffs that's i that would be my preference um and i i think that's kind of the way the league is leaning right now i don't see that happening at all Uh, and i don't want it to happen i really don't i don't i don't i mean first of all i'm over this season anyways you know this is this i i remember the fourth of Kawhi post that i did and how excited i was and how excited we all were as nba fans and now it's just come to a point where the whole kobe and gg thing just really killed the vibe a little bit and then when this happens, it's like, okay, well, say say we, they get to play in a month, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be a month. Zero. I think I, I think it's probably more like May, June when we see this. Okay, but then and then what? So we're going to have playoffs with no fans in the stands, perhaps. Like, that, that well, no, it'll be a number. It, it would have to be like they're going to take an eight an eight week precaution no matter what, right? With over fifty people, playoffs with nobody in the stands, the vibe is going to be different. How are you going to show that on TV? You can hear everything the players are saying, the cursing, the coaches, like all this. At this point. I just I think they need to shut it all down, and I think the players are leaning that way too. Um, but then, what does this mean? Is the Toronto Raptors are they the two time champs? Are they the reigning champs? Right. Is uh, there's no resolution to the season? There is. So is it the lost season? Yeah. which I think we're calling it. If well, so if it, if it goes that route and they just say fuck it, we're scrapping this. We'll go for, we'll go forward with our normal schedule of like having the draft when it's supposed to be like when it's normally supposed to happen, and we'll just take the results. Of where you're, you're regularly. This is why it's, I think it's kind of important to finish the season is because for draft results reasons, like I guess if you're finishing, you know, number one and number two, you're just going to end up having the 30th and 31st <laughs> pick of the like. So Milwaukee will just have the last pick in the draft in the first round, I guess, if that's the way that it works. But um, if they do decide to go that route and say scrap it, there's no way that they can announce a champion. That just can't be the case. It has to be the season that just has an X on the, the record books or it says COVID-19 or something like that was the champ. Which, how weird is that 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 means Kobe in Hebrew, by the way? Right, right. Is that not weird to That's, anybody else? It's super weird. For those that, that don't know what he's talking about, um, in Hebrew, if you translate the word COVID and then translate it back into English, it translates itself into Kobe. Uh, and it's spelled K-O-B-E, just like his name. And nine minus one is eight. If you want to play the numerologist game, like 
it just all this is just not adding up to me. It's not, but I also think the ramifications, like the trickle down effect from the NBA right now, is like okay. So Milwaukee's not going to get the shot to win the title. Braun's not going to get his shot to get that MVP. Clippers aren't going to get a shot to, you know, win win our legitimately have a chance to win a championship. Giannis, I mean, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. This is their best season they've had in fifty years, bro, in half a century. And Giannis is up for free agency in twenty twenty one. You know, Montrez Harrell is up. Like, uh, there's all this, and, and LeBron's going to be 36 in December, 58,000 fucking minutes. Like, this could have been his last shot. I mean, we say that every single year. But, and this is, uh, and you know what, Drew? This is so selfish of us. Right. Selfish of us as fans and as people that talk sports for a living. Like, this is so selfish to be so upset about, you know, what our team could have done or should have done. Right. When, when people aren't really seeing the the whole the grand scheme of things, I think we're two weeks behind Italy. Italy is completely locked down. Uh, if you if you just hop on social media, you can see exactly what they're going through, and there it's not fun, no, at all. No. So, I think, and and I told you this before we started the pod. Like on Sunday, I'm seeing people come out to our restaurant and party and drink mimosas and act like shit ain't sweet, or you know shit's sweet and it's not. Um, and now you're looking at our town and it's a ghost town. My buddy, uh, Jeff Clark was sending me pictures from Wilshire last night on a, at five o'clock on Wilshire Boulevard, two cars. That's it's, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, to, to your point, it, it feels a little trivial even talking about the NBA, right. And, and the potential season, of course, but, um, you know, I, the thing about, professional sports is that it is kind of an equalizer a normalization if you will of our society it's something that we always know is going to be there so as as weird as it is for us to you know complain about it not being here i don't think necessarily that you and i are we're in total alliance and agreement with what the nba has done in 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 these circumstances right we 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 agree that their decision to stop everything in its tracks makes a lot of sense and at this point what we're hoping for is that renormalization, that back back to normal kind of feeling, uh, which is why I think whenever it is that sports returns, it'll be big. You know, as as big but it will as, be, as, but... as as insignificant as it might seem right now, it will be big for us and and a society that we're back to kind of on track. But will we be back to normal? That's well, not that's on the track. Thing. It'll take forever uh, to get back on track. That's why I say just shut it down. I I think shut it down. I mean, what's the point? Okay, so. Say it starts in June. Right. Katie and Kyrie are healthy, so they're playing they back play. on the team. And, you know, just a little different. Is Steph and Clay cool? Can or they're not gonna be in the playoffs, so it really doesn't matter. They won't be in the playoffs, right? Um I think that But it, yeah, there is that chance. Right. There's the chance that the Nets who are in the eight seed, I think maybe seven or eight seed right now, or were mm-hmm. in the East. Uh, there there is a lot of rumors that if the season resumes that both Kevin Durant and Kyrie might be healthy and ready right. to play. Right. And what if what if what I if would LeBron what if LeBron tears his groin doing a TikTok with his family? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Same shit. And this can go for everybody. Okay. If anybody could use the rest, it's Clippers and Lakers and any and uh, you know, Giannis', Giannis knee's been yeah, hurt. His knee, right. Like, yeah. But I just don't know how you hop back into it and act like well, everything's that's my cool. Point. It, that, that's my point, is that it would have to take a while for them to get it wouldn't just be like oh shit we're good to go games resume on wednesday right like that would be terrible because think about this even just yesterday right having to backtrack starting with rudy gobert and donovan right 
And then Woodson or whatever his name is on the Pistons has it. Wood. For, Woods. Wood. Woods. And, and then and, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Woods. And then four players on the Nets come out that have it. KD is Kevin one of Durant. them, yep. which I found was really weird because nobody else wants to be named. He but came, came out and said because it. he wants to be in the limelight a little bit it's, with it. That is that was weird. He was the first one. You Everyone would, else said unnamed. No, and, all the unsources said un, uh, all the other sources. Everyone, ESPN, Woj, all of them said unnamed. But KD hopped right out. KD's and said, like it was. I it, got it. I have it. I have it. And guess what? Who's your best friend on the squad? Kyrie. If, and I will guarantee you, Kyrie's got it. He's been in more contact with Kevin Durant than anybody. Well, and then it goes to. To Drake, right, and then and then of course the Lakers. The last game that they fucking played was mm-hmm. against the Nets, and they're getting tested tomorrow. Lakers are getting tested tomorrow, and I was talking to our NBA guy today, and he was just more like, "What? What is it taking? Why? Why is it taking so long for these players to get tested?" And then there's haters on the internet that are saying, "Well, why are they getting all the tests and nobody else is?" Well, that's a good question. It is a good question, but. First of all, these players have been in contact and been in different cities and have been in hotels and clubs airplanes. and slept airplanes and and all this and all this shit. They've touched tens of thousands of fans and handshakes and autographs and all that shit. And they their 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 owners are billionaires that have the means and the resources to make that happen and they can make it's kind of like when KD tore his Achilles, he had surgery the next morning. Sure. When I tore my ACL, I had to wait three months. Right. I can't get a doctor's appointment right now for 30 days. Right. So, well, so that's the dichotomy, though, is like that to, to, to play the other side of this. It, it does make a lot of sense for people to ask why they can get tests and other people like you and I, if we wanted to get tested right now, they would just say no. Right. They would just be like, sorry, uh, you know, go home. And if you start getting... A fever of 104. If you start getting a fever, you, you can't breathe, Come get, get back in here. We'll pretty much – you don't need a test at this point. We'll just say, okay, you have it. We'll just move forward. Then you'll get tested, and then you'll be in ICU, and, and hopefully we'll save your life, which is just – it's fucking crazy. And and I guess your point, which I think is valid, as, as shitty as it is, the circumstances are always going to be – in the, favor of the rich. Well, exactly. If those that can afford whatever it is, they can do it. They can buy it. I mean, there's. I saw this weird thing on Vice that people are buying bunkers, apartments in bunkers that were uh, silos for uh, nuclear weaponry in the middle of the country that are just now sitting vacant, and they've been renovated them into livable spaces. So, lofts. And that, literally, but <laughs> right. it's underground. Nuclear lofts. It's underground. <laughs> Hate. And it's like, okay, so that's an option for some people. And so guess what? Those individuals that have that option – have already been tested. They have tests mm-hmm. sitting in their fucking house. Probably they have a guy that goes, okay, yeah, these are going to cost five hundred grand right now, and they're paying that because that's what they are and that's what they can afford. So it, it is unfortunate that these players are getting, you know, the benefit, reaping the benefits of of having um, things available to them that isn't available to the to the majority of people. But that's always, unfortunately, going to be the case with with the way that our economy works. I completely think that the Lakers have already been tested. I think LeBron's been tested before, well before day of. Yeah, day of, bro. And if you think any different, you don't think Kawhi's been tested. He's in the hyperbaric chamber 100%. for a hot one. One hundred percent. OKC just got cleared today. I just think the backtracking on it is where it all comes in. Like. You know, right. w- the Wood Cat yeah. got it from playing. He guarded Gobert. The kid never well, plays. We assume. We assume he did. We assume he got it from playing Gobert. Or he gave it to Gobert. Like, we fucking don't know. Exactly. That's the, the like, you, like you said, backtracking is the most difficult but then the C- aspect. But then you have to have the resources to have the CDC come in and be like, okay, well, 
where were you? Did you go to a club? What room did you sleep in at this hotel? How many autographs did you sign? You know what I mean? Like this is so much work. I wish, and I, I we're not a po- political pod, and I I don't know this. Uh, I only know what everybody else thinks they know on here. But there's a lot of work to be done. We definitely were not ready as a country, especially as a sports community, for this. Right. But I think we're taking the necessary precautions to make this happen. Yeah. Now, if the rest of America would just get on board, let these doctors and the people that need to be at work for us work, and we stay the the fuck home. There was also the great quote. You know, our grandparents were asked to go to war. We're asked to stay home. Sit on the couch. <clears throat> Sit on the couch. That's our great duty to America. That, if that's our duty, let me. Hey, dude, let me tell we're you so something. Equipped. We're so uh, equipped to do that. You, it's the uh, perfect time to have to sit on the couch. If quarantining was an Olympic sport, I would be Michael Phelps. Okay, <laughs> you don't got to tell me. Okay, my food. <laughs> you don't. Drew. No, no, I'm with if you. If anybody could do, nobody could do this better than me. I was telling Drew before. I have a, I got a work, I got a full gym here that I could work out. I got books to read. I got a full refrigerator. I got a beach to walk on at five a.m. I got hobbies and, and goals and things that I. Hadn't had time to do before, but are doing now. Use your time creatively. And I know, I know I'm saying this now. I don't know what it'll be like four weeks from now sure. or eight weeks from now. And at least you have somebody that you live with that you love yep. that you can share this experience with. I'm sure you guys might get on your nerves at some point. But I'm sitting here talking to Alexa. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alexa, tell me something motivating. This is not very motivational. It's not motivational, Alexa. Shut up. You get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, I'm also thinking about, like, all my friends with families and children. And now you're homeschooling. Now I'm a homeschool teacher. But then we look at it and be like, wow, they're doing classes via Skype. Yeah. And at least we have all the – we have this social media to know exactly, like – what's going on in the world and there's fake news and there's real news and we get to connect with our friends and we can talk to people and you know we could do a podcast drew and i the first thing i said when this happened was like at least we still get to do a pod now what we talk about is going to be different i think sport uh fox and espn and all these people are going to be fishing for shit like how many topics of Tom Brady going to the Tampa oh, yeah. Bay Buccaneers are they going to talk about well that you know that was big too that's big news it was big it's the news. world that we know it is changed like if if you heaven forbid someone has this instance happen to them but if they if they went into a coma for three months and they woke up right now imagine how much shit it would feel like it was 10 years ago there was that jared leto was on a meditation retreat for like three weeks and he had to come home to this like yo what are you talking about yeah what do you mean we're kobe's dead so i mean the three weeks is different but like my three months is like you wake up is if you're a sports fan it's like fucking david stern dead kobe's dead NBA shut down. The entire world is down. There's it's a virus. You, there's no toilet paper. Right. There's you, no you, toilet paper. You, you got to figure some shit out. Right. I, and so I just, it, it's it's terrible to joke about, but we have to have some levity in these moments because that's the only thing that's going to get us through. We have to be able to laugh too. And, and thank God we have the, the, the ability to have Netflix and Hulu and, uh, you know, all the, t- the TV options that we have and entertainment options. Like I've been playing more FIFA mm-hmm. in my life in the last couple of days than I've played. Uh, since college, and and I was pretty much a major in FIFA in college. You might as well have chalked You're it up to that. You're still good at it. Oh, I'm very, very good still. But my point being, like, because if we were this age in 1980 and we had to be quarantined, bro, like, you're talking VHS tapes. You're talking, like, there's no options for cable and, and new television stuff. Like, we we have 
the amount of content and the, the like the availability of all these digital resources for us to actually be able to do this without complaining too much. And I think everyone needs to th- fucking do it. Like it's just it's like the necessity, right? This now. is the best time to do it. Right. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Like I can do th- I can do 3 weeks standing on my head. 3 weeks of this standing on my head. Uh and maybe it's because I've lived by myself for so long that it, you know, I can do this. And I know there's a, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to have a family. I know a lot of people that listen to us have family and kids and you're probably going through the same thing we do, but you know, I think the, the, the underlining thing of all this is we can't watch the game that we love. And you know, the thing that we like to talk about amongst friends is sports and right. you know players that we love and all this stuff. But in actuality, sports is such a small thing. Uh, it's a luxury. It's a, it, it's definitely a luxury and it's such a small thing in the grand thing. Like people are dying. You know what I mean? We have to look out for our, for our old, you know, my parents are 72, 73. We got to, and my mom works in a hospital. Uh, my dad, my dad is bored as like, I I have to go up there and teach him how to do Netflix. You know, (laughs) we got to look out for our elderly and you, you know, if you you have an elderly neighbor that might not be able to fight the crowds at the, at the, at the grocery store, go for them, you know? And I'm seeing what I am seeing, even within my, the day job is I'm seeing a lot of people come together in this. You know, we need more of that. Staying safe, stay safe, supporting small business, support your small business. Don't go to, you know, I mean, we can't do it anymore, but don't go to, don't go to PF Chang's. You know what I mean? Go to the local Chinese restaurant and eat and support the people in your community and look out for your neighbor. Cause that's what it's basically all about. Yeah. Well, to move forward from that, I think there was some actual NBA stuff that we wanted to talk about. There's a few. Is there some stuff? Yeah. Do I we, think we, do we have t- a show. Oh, we have a show. <laughs> I, th- I think we should take a break first because this is the perfect time to plug Patreon for us. Yeah. All right, Clips and Drew Nation. If you love the follow through with Clips and Drew, this podcast that you listen to every single week, you got to check us out on Patreon and listen to our exclusive load management podcast. For as little as $5 a month, you can get an extra exclusive podcast every single week that we bring to you on Saturdays. It's that simple. Go to patreon.com backslash Clips and Drew. Again, that's patreon.com backslash Clips and Drew. Get with the program. All right, so before we get into the segment that I think is going to piss a lot of people off, Drew, if the season is over, mm-hmm. say it's over, I mean, let I mean, are there going to be awards? Is there going to be an MVP? I kind of want to go through our awards if, okay. we, could, if we could do that. Oh, all right. Yeah, that, I like that. You I know, don't think that there will be. I think if they scrap the season, I think they'll just scrap everything, and I don't think they'll name anybody because they won't name No All-NBA? I don't think so. I mean, that has contract repercussions, obviously, if there's oh, no yeah, All-NBA teams. so. Maybe for that purpose, they'll still put out an all-NBA team, but I would be surprised if they name, like, an MVP and stuff. Okay, so MVP I get. All-NBA should be, like, already ready to go, though, kind of. Well, right? I mean, it was down to the last 17 games. So, yes, you're really fighting between first, second, and third team honors at that point. There's definitely some guys that are trying to get into the third team mm-hmm. that are on that cusp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it, like I said, it, it's, it's down to 17, 18 games left for most most teams. That's not enough. To usually make up a huge leap and, and jump into the first team All NBA, so I'm cool. I have some. I'm, I mean, I think I can go on the awards if okay, you want to. Okay, I th- going off what you said though, those 17, 18 games right. I think could have changed who the MVP is and changed who the Rookie of the Year was. Sure, starting with the Rookie of the Year. Okay, okay. I've been pro Zion since you know since he start started like his season. What was it? Twenty games ago, nineteen yeah, sure. games ago, whatever it was. Um. But everybody's been on Jaw, and I understand. Like yeah. everybody had Jaw because he's played all season and whatnot. But I felt that those 
last 17 games, especially if Zion and the Pelicans made it to the playoffs. They were five games back at the time. I don't think it was going to happen. But we could have seen Zion be putting up 28 and 10 the rest of the season and then had a really good debate for who's rookie of the year. So I think we both can agree if the season ended, unfortunately, it's going to be Ja. Yep. Not unfortunately, but he had a great rookie, great yeah. rookie year. We just won't see that finish. Like right. you're talking, that's the unfortunate part is that we won't see how it goes down to the wire. And the Pelicans were only three games back, uh, three and a half, three? Okay. three and a half games okay. back from the eight seed. Uh, but yeah, like, like we were saying, it, it's very difficult to make up three and a half games in only 17, 18 games. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to have a lot of things go your way. So was Memphis in the playoffs though? Memphis landed in the eight spot. Right. They, so they, they finished could've... the season in 32 and 33, one game back from 500, mm-hmm. uh, at, at 65 games, which is solid, but much better, I think, than we expect them to do this mm-hmm. year. So because of jaw too. Ja well, be, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was a main point of that for sure. But seeing that race would have been great. So, Rookie of the Year, we got to go with Ja, just for the simple fact yep. that that's where it is. Cool. Yeah. I'm fine with that. The other one's the MVP. Yeah. Okay? Like, we were at this point, especially since the, the Lakers just played the Bucks and got up in that ass. Right. You know? but and, and LeBron was in that, like, finally in that conversation with everybody. I've, I've been adamant about saying that I feel he was the MVP all season. Although, Giannis, for whatever, I know what the reason is, but everybody had Giannis. Right. And, unfortunately, since – the season ended as it did. Giannis would probably be MVP. Yeah, I think I think the thing that I think that kind of that halts Le- LeBron's momentum, mm-hmm. right? The, the body of work that Giannis laid before him in the in the first sixty five games was enough, I think, to still edge out LeBron, especially based on the fact that he won MVP with slightly worse numbers last season. He was better this year than he was last year, and he won MVP last year. So. For that reason and for having the best record in the NBA, I have to agree. I think my heart really wants it to be Braun because I think had we played out the season, and again, we don't know if this is going to happen or not, but if if they do play out the season, I think a lot of people will lean more towards Braun, especially because Giannis got injured in that game against the Lakers, and it didn't look like he was going to come back to the, to the floor for a little while at least. So I think LeBron had the season played out as, as normal. Definitely would have won over the the Kobe storyline, the the fact that the Lakers are definitively number one in the West, um, and what he did for for this team for the entire year. He was the 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 best player. To on me, like I don't think you can do more than what he did for the Lakers. And so for that reason, I I do think had the had the season played out, I my vote if I had one would have gone to LeBron at an eighty two game end, but at sixty five games it's it's Giannis has to be honest. So we're both in agreement on that. Yep. So if we can do first team all lost season, yeah. we're going to do first team and second team all lost season. I got Braun, yep. Giannis, Harden, Luka, oh. AD. Nice. And I was I was skeptical, not necessarily skeptical about AD. It's a little it's but it's close to Jokic, right? Probably that's, for you. Yes, yeah, it's 100%. A yeah. It's 100%. Because AD's uh, kind of a power forward. He's kind of a center. He plays. His numbers are just so much. They oh, are better than Jokic. And they're significant. And, like, and, the, and yeah. the record is is right. where it's at. Yeah. And I just think AD had an amazing season, as much as I hate to say that. But he did. <laughs> yeah. So LeBron, Giannis, Harden, Luka, AD. That's I like where that. I'm at. I like that a lot. Um, I think the thing that that is difficult for me with this season in particular for NBA first team is I really want to classify LeBron as a guard. Because he has played point guard for us this whole season. So for that reason, I am going to classify him as a guard. 
I have him and Harden in my backcourt as my guards. I got Giannis for sure, Anthony Davis, and I got Kawhi. So that's my alternative is, is I'm going Kawhi at the small forward. I'm going Giannis at the power forward. I'm going AD at the center. You don't think I wanted to take Kawhi, though? But I have I'm to, sure you did. I did, but the 13 games missed. Yeah. Okay. No, he missed a lot of games. Well, that, is that a lot, though? Well, it's a lot in it a is. 65 game. Yeah. And it's also a lot in comparison to the rest of the guys that made that list. Yeah. Uh, Jokic, for me, while his numbers are great and he did a, he's done a fantastic job with his team, was flat this year. His, no, his just, numbers were pretty nice. No, no, Jokic no, no, no. is 20, 10, and 7. Watching him play, he has been flat this season. He has not jumped off the page in the same way that he did in seasons past, especially last year. Like, it's because nobody cares about He had a lot of anyways. momentum riding into this season, and he's kind of tapered off or almost plateaued, I've, if you will. I've never seen somebody that I can watch a game. This is Jokic I'm talking about. Watch a game on Friday, and I'd be like, dude, what a fat piece of shit this guy is. <laughs> and then I watch him play Monday, and I'm like, yo, did he lose 30 pounds? And he's the best player he, I've yeah, ever you're seen. you're the best <laughs> the court? Who is this guy? So, yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely, I, like you, I think if there is something to be changed – and and other than Kawhi being inserted in there, um, I only did that because well that Ka- would be the one that I would change. Kawhi is my MVP hands right. down. Watching him play every single game, the guy is absolutely in- insane. But Luca Luca's numbers this year are ridiculous. Yeah. and uh, and we're gonna get into Luca here in a minute. Second team all lost season. Yeah, Lillard, Siakam, Kawhi, Jokic, and Trey Young. I got Trey Young. I mean the uh, Trey Young 29 4 and 9. Yeah. Lillard 29 4 and 7. Siakam 23 7 and 3. Kawhi 26 7 and 5. And then Jokic 20 10 and 7. Do you have anything to dispute that? No, I I mean for me cuz my second team will it'll have Luka on it. So Luka and Lillard for me are are on that second so team. So Trey's not on your second team. No, Trey did not make it for okay. second team for me. Uh Luka, Dame, Jokic for me obviously is there as the center. I think Pascal has done enough to So earn. who's your Kawhi then? I think it's Tatum. I think See, I'm, I looked so I was I was I think looking Tatum at Tatum is on there for me. But the numbers team. aren't great. No, his points per game are a little on the lower 20. side. Uh but you know and the wins, you know the, their team, but like I think his overall performance especially like in the back end like he was really hitting a, He would have finished really yeah, strong. He was hitting a run. Yeah. And I I agree. I know that's a, it's kind of a reach, but like I don't want to have like I'm not going to have Ingram over him. I'm not going to have no Donovan. not over Tatum. I'm not having Donovan Mitchell over Tatum. I you know nope. So I that's that's my difference. I think there. I think I think the 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 case could be made for Middleton. What about Russ? I think Russ is on my third team. So I this is what's this is another thing that sucks about the end of this NBA season. We really not going to get to see like what this Houston team was really going to do in the playoffs because you know. Both me and you wanted to see the train wreck. I lo- I always call right. it a train wreck because it was failing. Like if anybody is glad the season's over or maybe possibly over so, or they can they can have another two months to figure out small ball, it's Houston. Yeah, they were, they were hitting the fucking bricks well, hard. Well, Harden was definitely. Yeah. Harden had the, the hottest start, and then he's been cooling off big Ice time. Cold, right, yeah. And then Russ has been coming up big time. So um, – which sucks because Russ's numbers were so good. So good. Yeah, but not enough for my second team, and I didn't want to go into the third team yeah. at all because I don't think I, so. so. I, for me, honorable mention, Trey Young, I think, definitely. Bradley Beal mm-hmm. uh, it has to be mentioned. Second Russell, leading scorer in the NBA. Russell Westbrook has to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Paul George? No, yeah. that he missed too many games. Yeah. Um, Embiid and I think Simmons probably should be mentioned on that Two more team. players that would benefit from a July start 
to the playoffs if that happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like Bam Adebayo is another one that I wanted to throw. Well, out Bam's going to win the most improved player. Bam. Bam so if we were doing most recognition, Im- if we were doing most improved, you player, don't think it would be uh, Brandon Ingram? Uh, I think. Hmm, I mean, that'd be close. Yeah. That'd be I mean, really close. I think that's, but close. he's not. But Ingram's always been that. He has always yeah, been like that. But it's, it, I mean, it's his first All Star season, and his points per game really jumped Same with up. Bam. His efficiency really jumped up. I'd be more thinking you take Bam because you've been more on his. Oh, no, Bam, I, I definitely have. I, I like Bam a lot. I think. I think I would probably make, like squeeze him into my thirteen. Mm. All right, so I, I hope everybody's okay with that. If you got anybody else you think should be on there, let us know. Yeah. I mean, Kemba ain't on there. Nope. No. Uh, he missed a lot of games too. He did. He had some weird injuries, and he was he was so so for a while there. I mean, he was he did really really good things for Boston this season, but mm-hmm. it was a little up and down. It was a little inconsistent. God, Boston fans too. Yeah, God, everybody's just got to be so upset, so upset. Clippers and Lakers were one and two, dog. We had it. Sorry, we, Lakers and Clippers were one and two. We had we had the kind of the storybook ending that it was it was shaping up to be. We really wanted it. We had a guys. It was going to be great. I have a book by Mick Minas, my my boy, that that wrote the book, The Clipper Curse, and it's a great book. It's a four hundred page book that will that just dives into every bad move the Clippers ever made until two thousand thirteen, and this is everything I've ever wanted. I said I would tattoo their faces on my body if we won this championship. That rolls over. That that that's still does it. It's continuation. Oh, if, the, if the season picks up again with the playoffs, that's I, still in contention. Because if you win a title. If they if they resume, it's still not the same. Even if the Clippers win, bullshit. No, dude, I'm f- I'd be fine with it, Drew. I'd be f- you you would win it. You wouldn't. I get you it. Would definitely the- hang that banner. You would definitely I'd be fine celebrating with the ba- in the in L.A. in the streets if it was. Yeah, me and safe. like seventeen other. Safe, yeah, yeah, me and seventeen <laughs> other people. I'm just saying, like, if this isn't this is the most Clipper thing that could ever happen, and it's not. The Clippers aren't the reason this shit happened. It's just the timing no. is so off. And you know, when you're eleven and one with a full, complete, healthy team, and we're we're getting this vibe and catching this vibe, and everybody's just ready to rock and roll. I said all season, Drew. Mm-hmm. All I want them is healthy in April, right? right? Yeah. And we're going into April, and yeah. everything's cool. Yeah. So I'm and for up- the Lakers. It was our literally our first time in the playoffs in seven years. Two. Yeah. So two. we we actually broke back into the form that we were hoping to have. And, and LeBron and LeBron was at exactly peak. where you need him to be. Le- LeBron was peak LeBron. He was playing like peak a, at thirty five. He was playing a twenty eight year old LeBron, leading was, the league in assists. Yeah. What else do you want from your superstar? Uh, the yeah, guy did I have it to all. stop talking about it because it is. All right, let's get into no, something I really want to talk I, about. Well, here's what I will say though. Say it, and I will. I'll get this out. This will be quick. Say it. Uh, my complaints, and they're, and they're you have about, complaints at being number one, Drew. My complaints are that we were the odds on favorite to win the title. As the Lakers mm-hmm. and my my beloved soccer team Liverpool uh, here was going to win the league. Hold on a second, dude. <laughs> they were going to win the league for the first time ever, in the first time s- since I was born in thirty years, and that has been shut down. So like this is don't as, compare Liverpool to a, the Clippers, Drew. Yeah, and I, me. No, I would never because they're a way better franchise. Shut up. But my point is, is like yes, I understand that this was nice for the Clippers to have a dream. But oh this was kind of God. more of a reality for my squads, and oh my it's, it's, it's it's very painful. Yeah, very painful. it's very painful. We're both in pain, bro. D- who invited you over here? Yeah, dude? I don't know. We should have done this shit remotely. Yeah. All right, so I have a topic that I know is going to piss some people off. This will probably be the last topic of the show. It will be, but I have so many more topics that we're going to get well, into. Well, we got some good stuff coming. We do, but something irked me the other night. What Drew. was it? It was I was irked because I have a lot of time on my hands, and I said that once quarantine starts. 
even though I don't really need quarantine to stay home and fucking read books and, and do research and whatnot. But obviously this year, my play, my favorite player was Luca, right? Okay. Luca and Kawhi. I love watching Luca play. And so I'm going through two days ago, Luca's old highlights. And I'm looking at like old, old ESPN. I'm talking about shit from this season and his rookie season. And just, Everybody was comparing Luca to Larry. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. The bird. Okay? The bird man. And the more the I original. kept. No. Larry Legend. Okay. Now, before I start this topic, I want people to understand. This is not a dog on Larry. At all. Okay. Because I'm going to give you stats. I'm going to give you everything. My personal feelings about Larry. And I told, I gave Drew. I told you this the other night. Yo, I think I, wa- I really want to talk about yeah. this. It irked me the wrong way that the only player Luca was was. Uh, compared to was Larry, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why is he compared to? Because he's white, because uh, he's a white boy. Yeah, probably. And I don't, I didn't like that at all, because if any, in my personal opinion, if anybody, if Luca's like anybody, he's like LeBron, but a better oh, shooter. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So I got, I just kept getting all upset, right? Because they were like, you think Luca's better than Larry Bird? I th- okay. So this is what I said to myself, and I'm as I, of course as I'm in quarantine, and I say yeah, it to myself. Talking to Alexa. Talking to Alexa, <laughs> and I had to ask her for a few stats too before I went and, and did my own research. I said this to myself. I said, "Dude, Luca right now is better than Larry Bird ever was." Okay. Wow. This is exactly what I said to myself, and I I thought, and I'm like, you know what? I, I believe that. I said, "Luca right now at 21 is is a better basketball player than Larry Bird." ever was wow. okay right and i'm like yo that's my charge i know just let I, you see me sit up in the seat yeah, yeah. and i'm like yo this might piss off a lot of people but i i think i can stand by this and i want you to do under- you believe that i i do okay okay and this is why i'm gonna give you right. i'm gonna give you my reasoning all right larry bird hall of fame 12 time all-star 10 time all nba Three-time NBA champ, two-time finals MVP, three-time all-defensive team, which is weird, three-time MVP, and he was rookie of the year. Stats don't lie. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't know about Larry's left-handed game against Portland where he told Bill Walton, like, yo, I'm just going to play left-handed tonight. 27 points the guy gets, right? 27 to 13. Left-handed. Left-handed. Played the whole game left-handed. That's a different level. I'm not going to forget about the 60-piece against Atlanta where the whole Atlanta bench, every time he shot. Okay, we're going to talk about Dominique in a minute. But giving the Hawks a 60-piece and the whole Hawks bench going absolutely insane with every shot that he took, which was money. I'm going to talk about his crazy passing ability, throwing it in between people's legs, the, the, the tap pass, okay? Larry was a savant. Larry was probably the last original baller, right? The hick from French Lick. All this dude wanted to do was play fucking basketball, right? Not one ounce of muscle on his body, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, But sure. some people are just born to play basketball, yeah. and Larry was that guy. And, and hold on, let's not forget Bird and Magic, the rivalry, right? Right. If everybody wants to be nostalgic, and I think that's when when we talk about Larry Bird, right. we all get nostalgic. And three rings. Three rings is huge, yeah. yes. I'm. This is not a dog on Larry. This kind of goes back to my whole conversation on how I felt Zion at 19 was better, or at 18 was better than LeBron, mm-hmm. just how I felt. Do I think he's better than LeBron as a basketball player? No. But when I say age and all this shit, I like to – with basketball players, with great basketball players, Drew, I like to be able to take a player now or take a player from the past and be able to put them in to 
That era. That era, yeah. right? So, like, uh, for example, could Kevin Durant play in the 80s? Definitely. 100%. Getting nothing but buckets, yeah. right? Could LeBron play in the 80s? Yes. Right. Could uh, Could Larry play in the 2010? Would he be Larry Legend playing in 2010? Well, I think that's the main question that, that you're having a, the, the, the difficulty answering. No, I have a great – I'm answering it for you. Okay. But what, what – okay. I think the answer to that question is yes. Could he play now? Absolutely. Okay. He would be Larry Legend in 2010. This is, this is why I think it's different mm -hmm. is because with his skill set, I think he actually turns into more like a Luka. I don't think he plays the power forward position that he ended up small forward power. There's no way. I don't I, – I think he – I think – Larry growing up now is a much better ball handler than he ever was, and he was a solid ball handler. He could, but he can handle the rock. Not like Luca, especially in that time when like ball handling was still kind of a novice thing. Like not everybody had a behind the back or like you know a crossover. Like very few people had that in the arsenal when he was coming out. I mean, it was like you know Magic was the guy that was doing all the crazy stuff. Him and um, and and Maravich, Pistol Pete were the ones that were doing all the cool ball handling. Um, I think I think Larry's game now would be very much more guard focused. Um, I, I understand that he wasn't he would not be athletically inclined to defend, but neither is Luca really. I mean, his defense is fine, but it's it's not like he, he's a defensive stopper. Let me bring in some. They're the same size though. They're six eight. Well, Larry's listed at six nine. Yeah, our NBA guy said he's six ten, but he was not six. No, no, no. I think and, he was six. And eight. let me go yeah. back. Let me give. Uh, Larry a little more accolade too. There was nobody that talked more shit and backed it up oh. than Larry Bird. Okay, yes. again, this is not clips ripping on Larry Bird. It's me saying this. Larry Bird came in as a rookie at 23. Luca came in at 19 after playing three years of pro. Say if Luca, by the time Luca's 23, he will have six years of playing in the NBA. We saw this year he four did, years uh, playing professional, not Sorry. NBA. Yeah, professional basketball, quote unquote. Um, this year he almost damn near averaged a triple double. Yep. I want. I, we got to talk about. We got to talk about Luca's stats too. Yeah. So career for Larry is twenty four, mm -hmm. ten, and six. Great for career. Twelve years. Great that's, that's stats. Unbelievable stats. Yeah. Right. Okay, but let me let me dive in a little more then on Larry. Larry's prime. Okay, nineteen eighty to probably nineteen eighty nine. Larry, okay, this Larry, you know how we talk about situational players like being in the right situation? Larry was at the right time for Larry. Totally. This was a time where the NBA, for all you young cats, <clears throat> this was a time where there was a lot of forwards that were all offense, no defense. Okay? Kiki Vandeweghe, Alex English, Jamal Wilkes, Tom Chambers, guys that you're going up against every single night. And torching, like literally torching these guys because they don't know how to keep up with him. They can't guard the jumper. You know what I mean? And Larry was sneaky. Larry was really fucking good at this. And then come, you know, 87, 88, 89, 90, he only played 12 years because he came in late and he had a lot of injuries. Nobody played more injured than Larry Bird. Concussions, broken nose, horrible back for his last three years in the right, NBA. Right. He was the first guy that actually laid down on the sidelines on his stomach before he came back in the game. It was really hard to take Larry Bird out of the game. But then there was this new wave of players, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Michael Cooper, the uh, uh, Gerald Wilkins, like a lot of these guys that were long that contested his shots. It was hard to get by, you know what I mean? And Larry had a really, really hard problem with that. So I think Larry came in at the really good time before the athletic forward came in. Dennis Rodman used to shut Larry down like none other.
Mm-hmm. He had a big time problem with him. So I think the timing of Larry was great. Yeah, I think the counter to that would be that Larry only shot for his career two threes a game. Two. I did notice that. And so I think for that reason, I think his game naturally, he would have been able to, he had the skills to back up further and further. He just didn't need to, and that wasn't that prevalent in the 80s. So I think the counter to that would be in today's day and age, Larry would be a three or a two or something like that out there, and he would just keep backing up, and he would be able to shoot let's call that eight threes a game at 37% from three, those numbers all jump up yeah, significantly. But, his but, points look per at, game. Like, but we're talking LeBron's guarding him. Russell Westbrook's guarding him. We're talking about super physical players, right? right. Well, he, he still had a lot of that. I mean, yes. Yeah. There was, there was definitely not as many athletes. I get what you're saying. Like the athletic, the mm-hmm. athleticism of the NBA has definitely expanded since then for, for sure. Top to bottom. But there definitely still was the Dominique Wilkins that he held and Dr. Dominique J's. Dominique was a horrible at defense. Dr. J's. But horrible no, but at you're defense. You're talking about athletes. That's yeah. what you're talking about. You're right. not talking about defenders necessarily. You're just talking about athletes. Okay. And LeBron, you know, while he is when you he don't wants, think LeBron would lock LeBron, up Larry when LeBron wants to, sure. Oh, he but would, would lock he, would up. Would he do Larry. that for a whole game? Absolutely not. Oh, bullshit. And uh, mind you, I've just made so many points on and on why I love Larry Bird. Is he Mount Rushmore? No. Is he top ten? Yeah. Do I feel that Luca could be top ten too? Yeah, but it sounds I do. like it, you sounds like it, you already think he's top ten based on what you're saying. I'm not putting Luca on Rushmore. What I'm saying is, if you're averaging damn near twenty nine, ten, and nine, right, your second year in the NBA at a point guard position, which is the hardest position to like, just come into the NBA and be like dominant at. He is. If you ask any NBA player, they will say, "Oh no, he's legit." And mind you, in the '80s, when 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 Boston was killing, there was three teams competing for a title. I'll give up Philadelphia, who got one during the '80s. Sure, but we're talking Lakers, Boston, yeah. Lakers, Celtics, Boston, Lakers, Pistons. Yeah, excuse Detroit, me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan was not Michael Jordan. It Michael happened, Jordan. It happened while Larry was there because he he Larry the emergence came in the 90s. Michael's yeah. Michael's breakout game was the sixty three point in right. the Garden. That exactly. was his breakout game, but he still was a scrub to these guys. He's like, yo, this is the young bug. Michael did, wasn't great until the nineties. In the eighties, uh, Detroit was whooping that ass, yeah. kicking him out in the first round every single year. That's why the Pistons didn't respect Michael because they used to punk him every fucking year. Yeah, it was until super Michael physical. right the Jordan rules. Yeah, the Jordan rules, which is a real thing. Um, I just feel that what I say that I think Luca right now has a better skill set than Larry Bird ever had is a real fact. And people can get mad at me and say whatever the fuck they want to say, or they can agree with me. It's not me dogging Larry. Larry sure. is a top 10 player of all time. So you think, um, that if Luca and Larry were to switch their positions, mm-hmm. like in, in time, Mm-hmm. And you just you replace Luca with Larry and vice versa. You think Luca's numbers would be better than what Larry put up in the eighties, or do you think Larry's would just be less than what Luca's doing now? Luca Larry would be way less. Okay. Way less. I think Luca's I think Luca's innovating and he'd be the guy that everybody would be like, fuck. Sure. You know, there's a lot of white boys that can shoot. And Larry could shoot from anywhere off any foot. He can kiss the glass. He can pass. He had a great fucking team. 
Mm-hmm. Great team. And he is the epitome of what a, being a Boston Celtic is, right? Sure. He is what Paul Pierce wanted to be. He's what we they hope Tatum and Kemba will going to be. But these guys are so young that I don't even really think they get it. Sure. like They have to watch. I mean, they have to go back and watch the tapes. Right. But everybody knows who Larry Bird is. I mean, of course. They still know that. Of course. Um, probably the coldest white player to ever play. Like, I mean, that's probably – Luka I, will go down as one as that guy. I though, would too. say that that's fair. I I think what the, the, the thing about this that I like is that I think – I think this is a good comparison. I think the the natural comparison between the two, because of their size, because of their passing ability, and their shot making, which is I think ties them both together beautifully, um, is I think it's very much on the same level. I mean, I don't. It's hard for me to sit here and say that Luca's better than Larry Bird, right? Like I and obviously the the easy way out for me is that Luca hasn't. He's only done this for for two years, right? right? So the easy way out is okay. Do it for twelve seasons. Mm-hmm. Go win a couple rings. Go be an MVP. Go be a Finals MVP. Uh, go be a twelve-time All Star, and then we can really sit back. Definitely and Definitely not far fetched. No, I know it's. Me, I know it's me happen. jumping the gun. Sure, but this is all coming off of the comparison, right? Yeah, it's all coming off. It's just like the comparison. The media comparisons, yes, are there. and the comparisons are valid. That's my point. Is okay. like this whole conversation is valid because these guys are very similar. I see a lot of similarities in Luca, and mostly what I remember, what I recall the most out of Larry is the, other than the shot making is just his basketball IQ, yeah. right? Like, defensively, like we mentioned, he was not very athletic. I mean, he could dunk the ball. He was 6'9". He was faster than people gave him credit for. I think he used that whole I'm a white boy to his advantage and made it seem like he wasn't as athletic as he actually I was. I think he embraced that. Absolutely. Like, I embraced he, he it a lot, it. too. He ran with it. But, but my point is, um, defensively, Larry still had – iconic moments very poster boy moments for his career that happened on the defensive end you're talking about the steal the steal to dennis johnson and if you want and there's other moments that he's had that were not like him hitting the game-winning shot right it was you know taking a rebound or energy and effort or defending pass. F- defending someone incredibly or mm-hmm. making unbelievable passes mm-hmm. um and that's something that i think lucas still has to do more of to me for me okay. to put him on the level of larry just as a basketball player Skill-wise, of course, the game has changed so drastically from 1980s when Larry played to where we're playing now. And I would say that fucking um, Jonathan Isaac has more skill level at 21 <laughs> than maybe Larry did. Uh, at, okay, at, don't, but, like, okay, you're but, getting crazy no, no, with it, though, no, Doc. No, let me finish. So, I mean, you had a whole little okay. segment here, so let me give me my, my rebuttal. Go. Naturally, I think just generally, these kids are obviously learning more skills quicker and at a younger stage, ball handling passing movements, being able to shoot, pull up, uh, obviously, you know, being able to, to create your own shot is definitely something that's prevalent in basketball at the youth level. People will say that a lot, uh, maybe not so much passing, but naturally kids are going to get better, going to be better players earlier with as much basketball as being played in the institutions that we have now for AAU and schools and, and all of that. So I think that's just, that's just the natural flow of things. I think if Larry and, and Luca grew up together, um, at the same age, I think Larry would be right on par with with what Luke is bringing to the table. All right, I mean, I, I respect that. I also think that if Larry was playing in today's age, I don't think he would be having two Budweisers before the game. Correct. Where he would have more med. He, you know, the medical staff is better. Smoking yes, cigs perhaps maybe off the table. I mean, he was banging banging groupies and and yeah. Bud. Maybe I'm, he would be juuling. Oh, he'd he, definitely be maybe Jewel. He the would sneak be the, Jewel. Yeah, he would be like the Jewel guy. 
I, you know what? That's the beauty of Larry also, right? We just mentioned something that's very important. In a lot of these games, he was kind of fucking around with people was how good he was. So there was right. obviously an advantage for him. Like, he could have stepped on the gas one of these seasons and averaged 35 points a game. I think. I truly this believe This year that. in today's no, NBA? I'm talking about during his career. Oh, yeah. yeah. He averaged 29 yeah, points. Yeah, but he's a team player. He averaged 29 points a game in one season. That mm-hmm. was his highest point total for the season. I forget what year it was. It was like 87 or something like that. Um, and 29 points per game in 1987 equates to me like 35 in today's NBA at least, especially with the fouls and the free throws mm-hmm. that he would have got. He's, go, he's like an 87% career He's ninth free throw. all time free throw shooter. Yeah, it, so like all of that just equates to me like that 29-point season in 1987 in 2020 looks like a 37-point season to me. Then what would Luca's 30 right now be in? It would be lower. No. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Lucas would be lower because they don't call as many fouls. He wouldn't be shooting as many threes. Those two things are huge on points per game. Lucas, if Luca was down to shooting just two points, two threes a game, based on the era, he that wouldn't he was be playing, shooting two. He'd be shooting eight. That's that's the whole thing. You say you want to go into the era. Mm-hmm. People weren't shooting eight threes a game. You were going to get pulled from the fucking court and sit and sit next to Red Auerbach on the bench if you were if Arnold you were, if you were jacking that up uh, that many threes up. So. There's just I like I like to uh, when I'm by myself I like to think about players that could be like Chris Paul would have been fine in the 80s you know what I'm Chris saying Chris Paul and Isaiah Thomas would have been, been a great been matchup it today yeah. right or, Isaiah, or then it, whenever but then when you think about okay could Lambeer Lambeer know? has no business being no. on an NBA floor at this, right now in this NBA exactly yeah so that's why it's fun Pippen would be fine right right now but I you know, Reggie would be fine that right always, now. to me I just I always think of that in in the Bill Russell case right mm-hmm. everyone that says Bill Russell's the greatest player to ever lived 11 championships. I, I am behind that, and I see the analytics and all that support. But Bill Russell would have got his ass whooped by Shaquille O'Neal. Most like, people he would. He would have just been rolled over, just like another player mm-hmm. in the NBA that Shaq mulled over again. I mean, so always those are going to be the fun comparisons to bring up. And, you know, and that's why I bring them up. Yeah. I want to stir up the conversation. It's just conversation, people. Again, I'm not saying Luka is – is Rushmore. I'm saying like, I just think this kid at 21 is the real deal. And I, I, I just think he's going to, the only thing he lacks obviously is defense. And then, uh, one thing I said was fanboyism. Like when he plays LeBron, like he gets a little, yeah, he's, still like, he's 21. I so agree. He's going to get that. He's a kid and he's dreamed about playing in the NBA forever. I want him to get a little more chip on his shoulder right. a little bit more, but, uh, we're going to bring up some more. If you guys have any really good topics you want to talk about, because we got to come up with some dope shit that you guys want to talk about. And hopefully, you know, I hope somebody hits me up and says, Clips, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Larry was the greatest player ever. And I'd be fine with that if you got to say that. But I'm going to stick to my guns on this. If you're going to compare Luka to anybody, compare him to LeBron. Pass first. I like that. Fucking guard that can – or Magic if you want to say that. But he's a better shooter than Magic ever was I, right now. I do th- – I think I think it's weird, but I I love the comparison between him and James Harden. I think I see a lot of James Harden. In, James don't pass though. It, but he's still in in seasons past. He's averaged nine assists mm-hmm. again before Russ showed up. Mm-hmm. He was averaging nine point eight assists. You know, he he was close to. I, I I he might have almost averaged a triple double a couple times. So I just think you know we always we we try to put James Harden in a box, mm-hmm. um, and that box is thirty seven points a game <laughs> and no passing and no defense. Right. But I do see a lot of like. The moves that Luka does and the way that he uses his body is very similar to LeBron. I'll give you that 100%, mm-hmm. especially when he goes to but the But the rim. step back is all James. Exactly. I mm-hmm. see a lot of, of the James Harden in him. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, you, got any, you got anything you want to go out with? If there is any sports that I am not aware of, 
that you out there in the world can key me into. Something I need to check. I literally watched. Somebody in Norway is going to tell you to watch something. I will watch it. I Please. If it's ice skating, curling, I love it. Give it to me. I want to watch all of it. Uh, I watched a man. I, I watched a, a team of small people race an ostrich the other day. <laughs> Shut the fuck I, I'm dead serious. It was really riveting. It was riveting. What's it called, dude? I don't know the name of it. It was on. It was on socials. It was on Instagram. I watched an ostrich race for small people. Oh wait, you said that to me. I, you I, did the track team. Uh, yeah, and the ostrich. Why won. do you guys say small people, dude? What, what is how, that? What they're called? I, that, I was trying. Little to be, people. They're called little people. I thought I was trying to be as respectful okay, as possible. You were. Um, that and was great. that was very entertaining. Yeah. I watched a group of fish. Knock a soccer ball into a net today, and it was it was it was narrated by a Mexican hey, Drew, announcer. Drew needs calling, something, yo. I, so yes, if Can that if there's one request that I have for for those that are still listening at this point, uh, shoot us some some fun stuff to watch. <laughs> send me listening. something, uh, and then the last thing I will say is obviously we got a lot of lot of basketball documentaries to watch. I have a recommendation: watch Q Ball on Netflix. It's about San Quentin Prison and their and their basketball team that they have up there at San Q. Uh, I know a couple of the guys that were in it, so I will recommend you watch that. It's 90 minutes. It's about hoops. It'll get you going. Um, and then, yeah, love love a basketball story is something I'm checking out again because I'm kind of revisiting that whole thing. It's nice and long. It's like a you know 11. I'm part. reading the book. Yeah, I'm watching I'm watching that again. The so that, those would be my recommendations if you're and Rudy. Rudy was on TV yesterday. What a great movie! It's one of the, it's top five all time sports movies. Yeah, it's so top five sports. Anytime movies. that's on, I'm I'm checking that out. Those are my recommendations for right now. This is my recommendation to everybody: stay the fuck home, okay? Embrace this time. We're never gonna get this time back again. If you got kids, spend it with your kids. If 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 you want to, if you've always wanted to read a book or draw a picture, do it right now. This is the time for all of us to sit back and really look at. You know, what's going on in the world? I feel like this is the world, the globe, the universe uh, giving us karma right now. You know what I'm saying? Taking away all the great things that we love to do every single day. The stuff that, that we take for granted. The, that we do every day, that we're privileged to do in the United States. And I know a lot of people don't live in the United States that listen to us. But take this time. Be one with yourself. You know what I mean? Meditate. Do some yoga. Embrace this time, but stay the fuck home. This is what they want us to do, so just do it. But Drew, I think it's only proper that we take him back to Jay-Z and Too Short. It was all good just a week ago. Because that is our theme song, right? Yep. The follow-through with quarantine clips and no flu. Drew, Drew, you got your live song? I got it. All right, we're ghosts. Up in the hood, just my dog and me. We used to hustle in the hood for all the see problems. I called on him, he called on me. We wasn't quite partners, I hit him off my pee. None of my locked doors, off my keys. Yeah, we spoke much more than cause you believe. Man, he broke bread with me. My business spread swiftly. The feds came to get me, we both fled quickly. Wasn't quick enough to jump over the hedges with me. Got caught, and that's when our relationship strained. Used to call me from the joint till he ran out of change. And when he called collect and I heard his name, I quickly accepted. But when I reached the phone, he's talking reckless. I could sense the seat in his tone. I said, damn, dog, what? Now I'm reaching your home? He said, main man, you think it's weak because you're home. I just sat, spat, no more speech in the phone. The crackers up there bleaching your dome. You're reaching. I said, the world don't stop. I got to keep, keep on. From there, I sensed the beef was on. I ran to the spot store to add some more features on my phone. 
see if I had bugs and leeches on my phone Can't be too safe, cause niggas is two-faced And they show the other side when they catch a new case It's, it's on. cool when you had hella weed to smoke And you bought a new home when you keep the folks I don't see how this side of you could be provoked uh-huh. It was all good just a week ago Funny what, seven days can change A stand up, now you sit down to aim Used to have a firm grip, now you dropping names uh-huh. It was all good just a week ago Like I put the toast to your head and made you sell We both came in this game, blind as hell I did a little better, had more clientele Told you put away some cheddar, now you crying for bell Seventeen and I'm holding on to round the mill I could bail out, blow trial and come around on a pill Had niggas thinking I was from uptown for real I had so much hustle, plus I was down the ill Like a Brooklyn, straight out of Brownsville Down and dirty, down to fight the round 30 Freezing on them corners, still holding my crack Looking up and down the block, cause the dough at Came from flat broke to letting the dough stack You tell them feds, I said I'm never going back I'm for Marcy, Marcy don't raise no rap You know the consequences of your acts, you can't be sick It's cool when you have hella weed to smoke And you bought a new home where you can keep the folks I don't see how this side of you could be provoked it was all good just a week ago Funny what, seven days can change A stand up, now you sit down to aim Used to have a firm grip, now you dropping names The lawyer I retained you said you leaking some things All this after a week in the bing I'm mad at myself cause I didn't spot the weakling I would've bet the house you wouldn't speak a thing Yeah this was the O to the top of bro Even pricked our finger, anything that got between us what happened to that? Instead you copped out to a misdemeanor The same thing make you laugh, make you cry The same game that make you mad for make you die It's a dice game, sometimes you crap Who would have thought you'd get popped one time in rap? And you know that's bad when your sister is mad When your son gotta grow up like, this is my dad The label end up a snitch is a lifetime star You always be in jail, just minus the ball It's cool when you had hella weed to smoke and you bought a new home where you can keep your folks I don't see how this side of you could be the folk <laughs> It was all good just a week ago Funny what, seven days can change A stand up, now you sit down to aim Used to have a firm grip, now you dropping names <laughs> It was all good just a week ago It's crazy man All these out here snitching We was one step away from taking this crack money Cycling it through the ghettos and building back up our own hoods. And all you start switching on each other. I got partners doing 15, 20. Wouldn't have been doing it if you didn't snitch. It's about time y'all cut that shit out, man.